0: Obama Young's Finishing Obama Young is not a good finisher. He is not clinical, he is not ruthless or calm in front of goal. He is a natural-born goal scorer in the cold, calculated way that many would think a natural-born goal scorer would be. But he is prolific and it has little to do with his ability to convert chances. Obama Young added another goal in the game A late deflected strike to seal the 4-1 win. But prior to that, he missed three excellent chances. The first, a near post, first time flick in the opening 90 seconds of the game. The second, a very similar chance that hit the post and then returned to Ramsey who converted the rebound into the top corner. The third, a one-on-one that he tried to dink up and over the unrushing goalkeeper. The Gabonian international is a brilliant centre forward. I do not want to seem as if I am criticising his qualities and his goalscoring value. But to think of him as a clinical finisher is just wrong. He isn't. It is his movement, his intelligence and the pure quantity of chances that he creates for himself that makes him such a consistent and relentless goalscorer. It was a fantastic offensive performance by Kolasinac. Playing the first half at left wing back and then shifting to left back in the second half, the Bosnian was a consistent attacking threat throughout, bombarding his way down the left flank with great freedom and potency. Kolasinac and Iwobi were both excellent in their interplay, with the former continually seeking out the byline, With his surging runs off the ball, and he will be frequently finding him with accurate passes inside the Fulham wing backs. Kulazinac assisted Lacazette's goal with great awareness and poise. He teed up Xhaka with a lovely move in the first half and ended up creating four chances in the game. But at the other end, his defensive shortcomings were again present, even when Emery tried to make adjustments to limit their damage by playing a 3-5-2 in the first half. Fulham got through the Arsenal defense on several occasions, precisely because Kolasinac was caught way out of position, exposing Koscielny inside of him. He also allowed Sessegnon to sneak in behind him to reach an Andrei Shirley cross that should have been converted. And then he couldn't cover Kamara at the far post for the Fulham goal. His defensive weaknesses come from his horrific positioning, lack of sense of danger and misplaced reading of the game. Kolasinac is a rare offensive weapon that Arsenal are experts at utilizing. He provides a lot in that role, but he also takes away in his defending. The balance is difficult to find. When the starting eleven was announced an hour before kickoff, Many fans were questioning where the attacking creativity and ingenuity would come from. This looked like an athletic, powerful, quick-paced team without the necessary intelligence to prize open opportunities. Ozil and Ramsey were said to be missed. But then Iwobi turned up, the Alex Iwobi of the start of the season, not the Iwobi of slouched shoulders and misplaced passes from recent weeks. Iwobi created three chances in the first half alone, including teeing Aubameyang for a good opportunity within the first 90 seconds and then playing a lovely cross for Xhaka's opening strike. There were more instances in which Iwobi's creativity came to the fore. He nearly slipped Lacazette in with a lovely pass, he linked up with Kolasinac beautifully and his roaming distribution from off the left flank caused Fulham great trouble. Iwobi looks sharp again. Ramsey will be leaving Arsenal by the end of the season, which is a great shame for the Gunners. The Welsh midfielder came off the bench for a 15-minute cameo, but he took no time at all to demonstrate exactly what Arsenal will be missing once he ends up leaving. Not only did he pick up an important goal, but he also installed a calming presence in the midfield, that was sorely lacking prior to his introduction. It's a strange situation for everyone involved, but Arsenal can do nothing but appreciate Ramsey while he's still hanging around. There was an extended period in the first half, just before Xhaka broke the deadlock, in which only one team looked remotely likely of scoring. And it wasn't Arsenal. Fulham were much the better team for 15 minutes or so pressuring their hosts into mistakes and creating two excellent opportunities, both falling to Ryan Sessegnong. Unfortunately for Fulham, Sessegnong wasted both chances, curling the first past the far post off his left flank and then failing to get any contact on a brilliant cross by Schürrle that missed moment coming just two minutes before Xhaka's goal. Arsenal have been defensively lucky all season long. Throughout the whole of the 22-game unbeaten run, they repeatedly relied on excellent goalkeeping performances or wayward finishing from opponents to keep goals at bay. The same was true here, but that luck will run out. Changes need to come. If Fulham end up beating the drop, it certainly won't be down to their defense. That much has been made obvious so far this season, But the game against Arsenal also proved that they can still cause plenty of problems at the other end of the pitch. They fashioned themselves some decent opportunities and on another day they could have come away with at least a point. Unlike some of the teams currently around them at the bottom of the table, Fulham's strength lies in their creative abilities in the final third. The goals will come if they continue to create the same number of chances.